You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. You know what I mean? Like, all of these games have come down to a couple of drives that have stalled out in the red zone, or, you know, it's just, it's if it's not something, it's something else. And and Jordan Love is having to work so hard to move so the hard. up and down yeah. the field. And then you get in the red zone, and he has to work so hard to punch the ball in. Because there's just not a lot of freebies for him in this offense. Like, A.J. Dillon, if on first and 10, he gets the ball and picks up three and a half, like, that's a W. And that goes to show how how low the bar is with the running game right now. And, I mean, if they have a passing play of 12 yards, that's, I mean, that's a coup. Like, there, there's no freebies where, oh, of course, well, there he, he did he did everyone a solid and busted a 40-yard touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, Eric Eager, our guy, refers to these offensive drives. You're crossing the street every play. You know, every play that you have to run on a drive, you're risking a penalty or a sack or a negative play. And a penalty, a sack, a negative play, any one of those things that kills a drive for the Packers. 100%. It kills it. 100%. If they go backwards one yard on first and 10 or they get one penalty, they're done. They're punting. And it's just so, so hard to score points consistently in the NFL like that. 100%. They shoot themselves in the foot so hard. They do not allow themselves to have nice things. I mean, it gets it's to the point where I'm like, a first down. Yeah. Like moving the chains in and of itself is so difficult. And there are some things, I mean, everyone's like, there's nothing they do well. There's some things that I, I think they do do kind of well. Like I'd like to see Jordan Love continue to attack the middle of the field. I think he's yeah. really comfortable doing it. And I think that there's like, again, something to be said for a guy who's still really early in his career. Who's cool with doing that. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do with the run game, but Aaron Jones needs more than 10 touches. I, 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 I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, it's just one of those things where like, and I've watched people who are much better at this than me. I've watched like Ben Fennel and I've listened to the shows with Mike wall that Andy does. And especially QB school with J2 O'Sullivan because his, his breakdowns have been phenomenal and kind of like clarity moments. And the issue with this offense is simply that everything is going wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's not people who are out there saying like, oh, well, Jordan Love's just bad. 
I actually don't think that that's true. I mean, no, there's yeah, certain Mike mo- on today. He's like Jordan Love. I think is the best thing going for this freaking offense. Yeah, right he's not losing them games. He's just not given any assistance whatsoever. I mean, he obviously doesn't trust his offensive line. Not that he should. They cannot, like you said, you get three yards in the run game, and you're like, woo, positive play. And his receivers have bricks for hands these days, and like sometimes are running wrong routes. So. Any one moment, any one play where one of those players out of the 11 is doing something wrong, things break down. And on every single play on the Packers offense, someone is doing something wrong. And so you're just watching that happen. But I think over the next 10 games, my hope, and this is just me being an optimistic fan because I'd like to trust development and I'd like to trust Matt LaFleur because I'm not ready to give up on him as a coach yet. Something's going to have to click. It's not going to be everything all at once, but at some point over the next couple of games, we're going to have to start seeing some things clicking. It's going to still be up and down. It's going to be imperfect, but maybe a handful of drives where things don't go wrong, where they don't have stupid penalties, you know, like where they do have a handful of like just some incremental. It has to be incremental. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I like Matt LaFleur too much to think that the rest of the year is going to look like this. I still do. I know yeah. a lot of Packers fans don't. I, I still do. I, I have enough, and maybe it's, you know, my priors, but I have enough evidence the last couple of years to think that Matt LaFleur is better off than the coach. It's hard to put out a fire when everything is on fire. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to plug a leak when there's 30 different leaks. And I think Matt LaFleur is feeling that he's got a little bit of the brain scramblies right now because he feels as though he needs to help out over here and here and address this and that and the other thing. And it's, it's really hard to fix a problem if you can't isolate a problem and they're dealing with a million different problems. Yeah. I don't think this team, I said this line the other day, I'm very proud of this. Uh, I don't think this team is struggling <clears throat> because of a lack of a solution. I just think there are uh, too many problems. It's not, it's not a yeah. lack of yeah. too many problems at once. Um, yeah. It's really hard to get your footing in a situation like that. I totally agree. And that's why I think like slowly things are going to have to start to click because they're going to fix one problem and it'll start to look better. And then they can focus on another problem and it'll start to look better. Like I really genuinely do believe that that's going to happen. I just think there's too much young talent. And like you said, I still like Matt still gets the benefit of the doubt for me. I still think he's an incredible coach. I still think some of the things that he's like putting out there, or at least trying to get them to do are really creative and really fun. It's just not getting executed properly. And sure, like coming prepared to games is on him. When the guys aren't prepared, that's on him. Um, I don't know. I've never been in a locker room. I don't know what it's like to be a head coach in the NFL. I'm not going to like give my two cents on how to fix that. Uh, I just trust that he's fully aware that he needs to fix that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you stated it perfectly. I don't know that I have much to add to that. I, I still like Matt LaFleur a lot, and I think he can be the head coach of this team in the future. But one of these weeks, I'm going to need to see a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I am yeah. I am losing faith a little bit week by week. Not because they're losing, um, just because yeah. it looks the same. Yeah. You know? 
in like if they lose this week to the Rams 31 to 29 because Joe Barry's defense can't get off the field or, you know, because Brett Rippon has the game of his life. Fine. But it needs to look different. You know yeah. what I mean? It's if the Packers score 30 this week and lose, I don't give a flying F. I'll get drunk on Sunday. I will be so happy because that means things went right. You know, like, and I agree with you. Like the win-loss column is a f- more affecting the way I feel about this team because they're just not getting better. It's not as if they're like losing these really tough, close games and like the offense is doing, you know, there's they're still problems. If they were two and five and I was like, okay, but they're getting better every week. I don't think that I would care so much. Um, but okay, let's wrap with two things. One, just like what going into this game one thing that you like really want to see this team do uh Dobbs and Watson I want those two guys to look like they have played another year of football compared to all of the guys around them that doesn't mean that they both need to go off for 200 yards but I should be able to tell when watching those two that they have a year of experience and maturity that some of the other guys don't have and honestly I haven't seen it honestly the guy who I've been most impressed with is Jaden Reed and he's figuring this out on the fly like so I, I, that would be my one thing. And I know it's two players, but they're kind of in the same bucket because they're in the same situation. Yeah. And, and Jason Brabel said this week that, you know, this is the healthiest that Watson has been. He's reaching speeds in practice that they hadn't seen before. Great. But I, I think those two guys, that would be my thing. I agree with you. Like, those are the guys you kind of were leaning on this season going in, just being like, you're our bets. <laughs> good luck. Um, good luck. Thanks. But we've seen – the thing is, is that you can say that because you saw it last season. You saw the flashes, you saw the ability, you saw the month-long stretch of Christian Watson being an absolute superhuman. Like, you know they have it. So, And Dobbs strikes me as really mature in all business, but then again, so did Devontae Adams, and he had an awful, miserable second year. So, you know, I, I want to be fair to these guys. It, maybe it's not fair to ask your two guys to carry all the weight, but every once in a while, like maybe not every week, but, you know, here and there. Something. I mean, to me, you mentioned Jaden Reed. I think Dontavian Wicks has had a really nice beginning to his season too, but like Dobbs has been really the only one that I find going up and like actually making plays for his quarterback when need be. Not that they give him chances to do that in the fourth quarter. We've elected yeah. to do that with Christian Watson instead. Um, yeah. But, but hey, um, all right. Are you taking the Packers to win this game? Not with my own money that I earn. I only have so much of it. Um, but, I mean, shoot. They were favored by three when I checked earlier today, which there's no way in hell that line is minus three if there's a good chance that Matthew Stafford plays. And I guess, you know, at the time we record this, something could change. But, um, you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd pick the Packers at home against a backup quarterback. I think they're due for some things to click. I've also said that for the last couple of weeks. So take that with yeah. a grain of salt. But it's some, this yeah. team is not this bad. They, have, they, they haven't played half of their games yet, right? This is a 17-game season. We haven't even reached the halfway point. I know it's November 1st, but this team's had a lot of time off. And I weirdly also think that a weekly game is, is good for this team. So I, I think some things might come together. They're at home. So, yeah, I, yeah I'd pick them. Rhythm. I, uh, I'd like to pick them as well. I just think, like I said, this team needs kind of a galvanizing moment. Like this is like a turn could be like a time in the season where you look back and like, okay, this was the game where they just needed something like some wind under their sails. Um, and I especially think that they better pound the rock if it's a backup quarterback. I mean, come on, like what else, like what else could you ask for, um, in a, in a game where, you know, you need to turn things around. So, 
Um, yep. I'm also not going to put my hard-earned money on anything uh, for this team. However, I would love to walk out of this weekend with the W. My so. money is not hard-earned. I just don't have very much of it, so that's why I won't. Bet. That's why I won't bet it on the Packers. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful. This seems like maybe, and I, I felt very similar things last weekend. But the Vikings are a lot better than the Rams, and their quarterback situation until Kirk Cousins got hers a lot better than the Rams. So. Um, I, I think this could be the week. It could be. I'm not saying it will be, but I think there's there's plenty of reasoning to think it might be. 